Welcome to Red Zone DFS. We got week 15. We got a short slate. We're down below the equator here in Colombia. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> Live action guys, in Colombia. I'm down here in Colombia. That is no, that's no joke. We got Joey a great is, view. Uh, broadcasting from the, the, uh, the Colombian high society here. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring the NFL down here to Columbia. Um, I have to stream everything, and they don't carry uh, American football. So I'm going to be the next ambassador of NFL in Columbia. So that's what I'm working on. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. How you guys feeling this week? Week 15, the COVID week, the Omicron well, week. It it changes hour to hour, but I feel pretty good. Uh, luckily, you know, a few of the games that kind of got moved, uh, I wasn't on too much. I mean, the little bit on the Rams, but that Washington and, you know, Philly game didn't really impact me. I'm just more, I mean, it's going to be coming up to the, down to the wire, right? Sunday morning, like just checking to see, making sure guys are, are playing and active and, and who is currently on the list. There's some guys I have eyes on hoping that they, you know, clear in time. So it will just be coming down to the wire for me. Yeah. It's going to be like a, it's going to be a little bit kind of like an NBA DFS slate, right? Like, most of the time, you can look at the actives and actives. Schefter tweets them out, and then you're like, "Okay, cool. I'll go like do some stuff before the game starts." Like, dude, right now, like you're really gonna have to be on it because there could be some like really, really crucial, crucial swaps that happen. Um, it's it's leaning me towards a couple more, trying to play some more afternoon guys, so I can kind of pivot um, if a few things happen. Um, but overall, I mean. I, I prefer the condensed slates a little bit just because it forces me to like squeeze down my player pool. So I, I, I actually think that nine games is going to be pretty good. Um, I, I'm not, I was kind of pissed that the Rams game especially got moved. Cause I mean, I, I was really liking some guys, you know, with Lockett going to be out because of COVID, I, you know, I was looking kind of to some cheap plays on the Seattle receiver side, but we're not going to get that now. So no, so but that. I, I do usually do pretty well in these, uh, you know, shorter slates with nine games, 10 games less. When the games get to 13, 14, 15, it becomes really difficult, right? You're you're needing to hit like 250 points just to get in the money sometimes when these 13, 14 game slates. Yeah, A week like this, I mean, we might be hitting 150 and taking down some tourneys, 100-person rooms with 150 points. So yeah, definitely smaller we'll, ones. Yeah. We'll see, man. I, I think there are going to be some some games that shoot out this weekend. I, I, I just expect this week to be wild, you know, like – the whole week leading up to it's wild player pools, people getting ruled out, games getting canceled. Like oh. I'm going to expect nothing different on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get weird this week. Well, there's a, there's a lot in play. Playoffs are right around the corner. So, uh, you know, teams are playing hard. We got coaches being fired for kicking kickers. Um, so shit's going down <laughs> the NFL right now. <laughs> HR violations galore. Let's get, let's get into it. Let's roll. All right, boys, we're going to start with our stacks up top quarterbacks. Um, Vinny, I'm not going to leave with you. But, Jimmy, I'm going to leave with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, you know, I won't belabor the point, but one of my favorite plays is off the slate now, which kind of sucks. Um, but I think I'm just going to go, you know, if it sounds like he's good to go, he's good to play. Josh Allen um, sucks that his ankles would be a little bit banged up, but, like, look, they're they are in must-fucking-win mode. Um, they have yeah, they're virtually – they have virtually no running game. Um, I envision a very, very big game from the receivers. Uh, I'm going right back to Gabe Davis. He's for the people who aren't watching the games, Gabe Davis is running less routes and playing less plays than Emmanuel Sanders. 
but he's getting the production. Right? Emmanuel Sanders is doubtful this week, so there's a good chance he doesn't play. I see. I kind of wish he would, right? Mm-hmm. Because now that he's going to be ruled out, everyone's going to move on to Gabe Davis, right? Which might get me, you know, I'm going to have to kind of split that up between Gabe Davis and then Cole Beasley a little bit. But I mean, I think it's a big Josh Allen, Steph Diggs week. Um, I, I'm fine paying all the way up for them. I, I really, really, really think that, you know, of the top guys that that's going to be my preferred one to go to. Joey, what about you? I really like Josh Allen up top. I mean, Dawson Knox, you got Cole Beasley, you got Stefan Diggs. Fort there's, Knox. So many, there's so many options there. Um, Carolina, they're, they're in shambles. They just fired their offensive coordinator for no apparent reason. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I just I think they're like there was the whole thing with the whole scapegoat. It's like politics. Hey, we'll just blame this guy, even though it yeah. wasn't his fault. Um, but there's just some weird shit happening there. I still like Carolina's defense, but Buffalo is in a uh, win now mode, and Carolina do. They got Cam Newton and PJ Walker trying to run the helm. It's not good. Um, yeah. But Kyler Murray is just too obvious going against Detroit. The reality is people might go off of Kyler Murray just because, oh, they might blow out Detroit and Detroit sucks. But, oh, <laughs> and the reality is Kyler Murray and Detroit, Detroit's still going to play hard. Guys, and guys losing power down there. You all right? The lights went out on the balcony here. I have you're, no control over this. You're still good. Still talking, <laughs> baby. Still talking. So it threw me off a little bit there, but we're in. We're back. So, <laughs> so Detroit still is going to play hard, right? Campbell has them playing hard no matter what. Kyler's going to have to yeah. play every play. Um, he's going to run the ball more, probably more often this week. I hope he gets a couple rushing TDs. Kyler Murray's just too obvious. You got Christian Kirk you can go with. I'd even pair up uh, Kyler with James Conner. You got James Conner having 18 fucking touchdowns this season. Just insane. It's like weird. It's just the most insane thing that's ever happened, and he's still priced down to a point where it's totally okay to combo those guys up. So Kyler Murray with the Cardinals going against a, you know, a shit Lions team that's still going to play hard. I really like Kyler putting up at least, you know, I think Cardinals put up 38 points on Sunday. Yep. Vinny, what about you? Yeah, I think it's a really good call. I like Kyler as well. And don't forget, I mean, he is questionable, Connor. I know he practiced today, but Chase Edmonds comes back. That's a way to get a little bit different, you know, if that chalk sneaks that way. Uh, you know, you could play a, a Kyler Chase Edmonds stack, right? He is the receiving back there and that's just a way to get weird. So, no, I love both of those. Um, my guy, outside of those two, if I'm going up top, is I really like Aaron Rodgers this week. Um, the one thing that's kind of all held me off of him in terms of fantasy DFS is the fact that he's just so efficient. Right? Like we yeah. always talk about it where he could win a game very easily, throttle down 22 points, and, you know, it's not going to really win you a GPP. The last three weeks, he's gone for 32, 29, and 36 points. Um, so he's starting to light it up um, and make that push, I think. Uh, Devonta Adams is heating up. I mean, you got MVS, you've got Lazard. Like, he's getting his weapons back. He, you know, he's starting to feel himself. They got the running game going. And, and Baltimore's got one of the worst pass defenses that are also decimated on top of that. Yeah. Like, dude, he's just in a great spot, in my opinion, here uh, on Sunday. So. I love A-Rod up top. Very good. Uh, sco- scooting down into the middle uh, will pro- will be my highest-owned quarterback of the week, and that's Joe Burrow. Joey B. In must-win mode versus Denver, um, I think this is a game that a lot of people are kind of go going to go away from a little bit. 
but I think this has like some sneaky shootout potential. I like the run back options on Denver side. Um, I like me some Javante. Uh, Denver's starting like, to get it going on offense a little bit. It's like it's sneakily happening. It's it's happening very sneaky. Um, I don't think people are noticing it, but Denver's starting to actually play some good football right now. Yeah, I mean Jamar Chase just continues to smash. Um, you could pair, you know, you could you could pair up. Uh, I actually kind of like Boyd a little bit this week. The guy who's been a little bit more quiet, but I mean that's a real dart throw. I mean T Higgins and 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 Chase are just they're elite receivers, and they've got an elite quarterback throwing it to him at sixty one hundred. I don't really get the pricing here. Like, no, I I don't know why Burrow is under Dak Prescott. You know, I would have expected him up in the like high sixes, like a 68, 6,900. But I think, I mean, you're getting some amazing savings. And for the price, I mean, he's he's the guy that is going to be my highest owned quarterback of the week. Um, anybody else you guys like in this? I guess. Yeah, you know, I'm going to comment. We're talking I'm about gonna comment on that. Real, 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 yeah, go ahead, Joe. People, people are just scared of Denver. People see Denver's defense and Fangio and they're just like, ah, and they run away. The reality is, like, you only need 21 points from the Bengals and Burrow to put up 30 here. Exactly. Right? He's going to throw 45 times. He's going to maybe throw two touchdowns, and he's going to get you 300 yards plus. So I'm not scared of Denver's defense, even though they're really fucking good. But the reality is Joe Burrow is still going to toss the ball up 40-plus times in the game. He's got great receivers. He's got a great running back, and the offense is potent. So I love it, Jim. That's a great idea. Yeah. My only concern on that, and I like it a lot, is – is just game flow, right? Like Denver very clearly wants to run the football, you know, with Javante and Melvin Gordon. I mean, those guys combined get a, get 40 carries every week. So if Denver can control the game, that's just going to limit that that ceiling game from the, the Bengals. But we saw last week, that's what the Niners want to do. And then all of a sudden with 10 minutes left in the fourth, it just took off. So I like it. I think it would be a sneaky play this yeah, weekend. I mean, I- I think it's a lot like the situation. They, their offense is just so high powered. It's a lot of the same situation as that we saw on the on the Thursday night game, right? Where I mean, Mahomes had like four points going into the half, right? Or he had something. It was stupid. Like it, mm-hmm. it nothing, right? Come out of the half, and then he, you know, he ends up with you know thirty to thirty four points, depending on your scoring system, right? So, uh, I. Burrow's a guy that can do that really quickly. They have the quick strike weapons. Um, that's why, Vinny, if you're going to do this, I don't think you necessarily need to triple stack. I think you can go with Burrow and just chase and then run it back with one of the Denver guys and then move on. I don't think you have to get like a full game stack here. Maybe run it back with one of the Denver wide receivers and do like a two and two. But I do um, think we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now about Sutton and Judy. And yep. they're they're at that point where I think they're ready to break out. They're running the routes. They're out there. They're getting the targets. The offense is starting to flow a little bit more. I think we can get ahead of this one. We can buy low, and we can get in on these Denver receivers with Joey B on the other side with Chase and Higgins. I think this game does explode a lot more than people are assuming. Yep. Um, my next quarterback in stack is going to be Ben Roethlisberger. Vinny, I know I'm probably oh stealing your guy here. God. I lost a lot of money on him last week, so I will be avoiding him, but go ahead. But that's another reason why I'll be taking him. So Tennessee, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're they're not the team that everyone thought they were going to be. Derrick Henry's out. That offense doesn't have – they're not controlling the ball, holding the ball for 36 minutes a game. I mean, they're not very good. And they're not very good. So Tennessee and then Ben, Big Ben, I can see him getting just a couple red zone opportunities, right, and getting those two or three touchdowns, even though he is not himself anymore. But – 
to get you 20 points from a quarterback that's 5,600, sign me up. I think he's an automatic 3X quarterback this week. You got Deontay Johnson, which is definitely priced up, but that's going to move people off of him, which I I, I like. Um, because of this nine-game slate, there's going to be a lot cheaper options that we're going to go towards. There's guys up high. There's just not a full bounty of them. So All right. Big Ben, Deontay Johnson, give me some hey. of our, our boy, Pat Fryermuth. Um, line like it up, it. man. Line it up. Let's get cheap. Vinny, Vinny, who do you like for a guy down here? This guy's getting weird here. So I have two. I have one guy in the mid and then one guy down low that I like. Uh, and I'll just kind of boomerang the two quickly. But um, I'm going to go back to him. I think he's costing a lot of people money and people are starting to pivot off. But I'm going to go to Dak here in this situation. Um, I know he doesn't look right. I know the team is not hitting on all cylinders. But the Giants suck, dude. The yeah, Giants are really good. bad. It's a division game for the Cowboys. Like, they win this week and some things go right. Like, they're pretty close to clinching the division. Um, yeah. so this is a big game for them. Uh, last time they played Dak went for, I think 303, um, in, in the stat line. I don't, I don't see how the giants really keep this close, you know, um, in my opinion. And I do like the fact that Zeke just doesn't look right. They're kind of banged up. So it's like, it's not like they can just sit on the ball and run it. Right. Like they're going to have yeah. to score points through the air. So really like Dak this week. Um, and then down low, a uh, hundred bucks more or less than Joe's uh, wild big Ben call is I always talk about him when he's playing bad teams and I'm going to go right back to him. And that's Tua. Um, there you I, go. I, I will keep playing Tua whenever he's playing a bad team. He's been really good overall, but he, he crushes the bad teams. Like he just lights them up. And the last time he played the jets, uh, you know, super efficient, but I, I think they're, they're rolling the, the dolphins right now. And, Hopefully, my big thing here is I really want Waddle to play because well, he's on he's on the COVID list. I know that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Is like some of these guys are going to clear before Sunday. It's just yeah. it may come down to the wire, right? So that's one I'm for sure going to have my eye on. I just think Tua is better when all of his like arsenals around him. He's comfortable. He knows like what's going on. He's not a guy who thrives in chaos. So I really like Waddle here if he plays. Devonte Parker's way too cheap. Uh, and then you always have Gasecki too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think if, I think if Waddle doesn't play, I mean, it's, it might end up being a chalk stack, but I don't think people are going to play in both. And I don't think people are going to play Tua. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you just, if Waddle's out, I'm, I'm going to, I'll definitely have a Tua, uh, Parker and Gasecki stack. I mean, that's definitely all day long. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I just love how like everybody shits on Tua. And look, he doesn't have like the arm strength of of a lot of other players. You know who doesn't either is a guy like Jalen Hurts. Every everyone wants to suck Jalen Hurts off because yeah. he's this like amazing dual threat quarterback, but his arm strength is just not very good. Dude, Tua, yeah. Tua has great ball placement. He, yeah. he has great touch. He makes throws a really catchable ball, not like Lamar or something, just like hucking exactly. the ball sidearm with a, a weird sideways spiral that dips into the ground. Tua and throws now, a really nice ball and receivers fucking get off on it man and now and now mac jones is the next tom brady who has a (laughs) worse arm in tua exactly the strong arm doesn't mean shit man yeah i mean like that's great right but i i don't know i just i think it's a really 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 weird thing that people just shit on Tua. and like Vinny said fifty seven hundred dollars he's less than jimmy garoppolo yeah he's terrible yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah but so for down low my guy down here (laughs) It's oh, going to be good it. old Davis Mills. Yes, sir. The real neck. What? Hey, 
the 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 real neck. Yes, you're going to go against the football gods and everything that's good that's happened to Jacksonville Jacksonville this week. Well, okay, look, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't change that their team still sucks. I mean, it's nice that Urban's gone. Um, I actually Urban think never had that any control of that defense. They're probably going to win the game, but at 5,400, I can pair Davis Bills with my favorite receiver and Brandon Cooks. And that's the thing. I actually, run. I like that um, the Jaguars are probably going to win the game. Yeah. Because that's me. Davis Mills is going to throw the ball 45 times again, and that's when he 100%. throws for 300 yards yep. and crushes it. That's that's the – I mean, when you're building these stacks and some of these weird guys, just like in Showdown, you have to tell yourself a story of how – you think that the game is going to go. Is it probably right? No, I'm fucking wrong all the time. But, I mean, James Robinson is a nice, easy run back on the other side. I can just mm-hmm. play those two. And, I mean, James Robinson went from being in the mid-sixes and then DraftKings did this wild price overcorrection. Now Carlos hides out. We can put James Robinson back in. Hell, if you want to, you can even play the fucking – Jaguars defense in this stack because Davis Mills is probably going to be good for a pick six, but yeah. you know, it, it, there, I think there's just going to be a lot of offense. There's going to be a lot of throwing the ball. They're going to run the ball. You know, they're, they're going to use James Robinson. So it's a nice run back. I, I, I mean, I think it's a really nice spot for him. Um, yeah. I, I, it's kind of weird, but Davis Mills is, I think a decent quarterback, you know, some might call him the new goat. But you know who knows? He's definitely the new neck. He's the goat of the necks. All right, the, the goat of the, the necks. The new goat of the necks. I like that. All right. Well, that is. Uh, I guess we can finish on that. I was. I don't know what that was, but look, yeah. I was looking through quarterbacks earlier this week, and especially today after these games got dropped, um, I got sick to my stomach. I was just like, "Good God, this is my pool. I have to play with this week." Fuck. So this is this is why I, I'm I'm a you know this is a mud week. You know, his mother yes. was a mudder, his father was a mudder. <laughs> you know, I'm in the mud. I like the mud. Right, get dirty and roll around. Exactly. You got you got Russell Wilson off the slate. You got Matt Ryan off the. You got um. I'm sorry, Matt Stafford off the slate. You know, you got some of these really shitty quarterbacks who it's going to feel weird. But in order to play some of the more expensive guys I like this week, I'm going to have to just play in the mud and play those guys, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking there. All right. Yep. Guys ready Embrace to the weirdness. Backs? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Vinny, I'll start with you up top. All right. So um, I think my favorite up top, if I'm going to go there, is uh, Mr. Patterson. Um, mm-hmm. Cordell, you know, Atlanta is – in my opinion, way too big of a dog here against the Niners. Uh, They're not nearly as horrible as people would think, right? Like there is a wild scenario where Atlanta is still not eliminated from the playoffs, believe it or not. It's actually not Um, that wild. It's like, yeah, they, they just need to keep winning. Right. Right. Yeah. So if they keep winning, some weird stuff happens. You never know. Um, I would like to see him um, get a little bit more involved in the receiving game. But again, he's just a guy who does it all, you know, and we're looking for those dual threat guys. I don't love Mixon against Denver's defense. Uh, I think they can do a pretty good job. And Jim's point, you know, he does like the passing game there. So if I'm going up top, top, I think Cordell's in a really good spot. Yeah. I mean, if we're going all the way up as, as much as you like big, or who, who likes big Ben, Joey, yep. uh, <laughs> I, I'm happy to go all the way up for Najee. He's, he's, you know, kind of floated to the background. He hasn't been on a main slate in a little bit here. Um, 
I think he's just due for one of those really big, like, 11 target, nine catch games, like 65 yards receiving, 85 yards rushing, couple of touchdowns, and, you know, we just go on our way. I think a lot of people are going to want to play Zeke against the Giants because he's fully healthy, um, even though he's in that weird time split with Pollard. Um, and I, I mean, I think you just go all the way up this week. There's no real expensive running back. So I'm going to play some of those cheaper, some of the cheaper quarterbacks to allow me access to some of these guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's a, that's a spot that I would like to get. Um, to. so I have a question. Yeah. Has Aaron Jones lost his starting job? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. weird. They, they seem to really want to give um, A.J. Dillon quite a bit of work. He's been getting 15-plus carries for the last four weeks. Aaron Jones has, like, five and seven. I think that it's more of a function, Joey, of Aaron Jones has been pretty injury-prone over his career, and they they plan on making a pretty deep run into the playoffs. So in these games where – it's not necessary to have Aaron Jones and his athletic skill out there. You can have, you know, big quad AJ Dillon who can barely <laughs> run out there. Um, I, I just think that they're saving him a little bit. And this week against Baltimore, I I, I think that they're just going to blow him out. So I think you're going to see another like pretty even 50, 50 split. I think if you get into some of these games that green Bay is going to play, that it's going to be a little bit more tightly contested. Um, and a little bit more meaningful. I think you'll see Aaron Jones out there and a lot more in the playoffs as well. Yeah, that's right. my opinion. But like, yeah, I mean, there's there's no shying away from the fact that Dylan is getting you know 13 to 15 carries a game the last few weeks. Here. I think he got 21 last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's you know because I, I was looking at Aaron Jones too, Joe. I, I think he's a you know if you want to take a flyer in a, in a tournament, you know, he's going to be very low owned, right? Yeah. But I don't think it's a core play like i just know totally. it's hard to predict the backfield right yeah there, i so. just i usually love playing aaron jones i love his skill set i love the offense and then i'm just watching aj Dillon just take over and it's like what the yeah. fuck you know yeah. it's tough to watch but aaron jones did sneak in for two touchdowns on five carries last week so yeah. yep who knows um the guy we can't ignore james connor 18 Man. touchdowns very in 13 games. What in the hell? Did, did you guys watch Ag Lions? Did you guys watch Monday night? Like, I yeah. tweeted this. I'm like, dude, when did he become Ladanian? Like, yeah. he's like making one handed catches across the middle, dude. like into a spin move, I, into carrying two guys. I'm like, when what? he was with the Steelers, he looked like a small back. That was tough. Now he's with yeah. the Cardinals in that red jersey. He looks like a monster, just trucking people. Like he got on a whole new offseason dude, program. It's no, no, no. Crazy. <laughs> no, he's got the single digit. Yeah, that's it. That's the it. Single, the that's single digit it. magic. It unlocked it. it <laughs> that's just, all it took. But I'm with you, man. He is a he looks freaking I, we, awesome. We can't ignore it. 6,400 with 18 touchdowns. What the fuck? <laughs> that's pretty wild. wild. You can't ignore it. I mean, he's got to be a core play. I know he's going to be chalk, and I don't care. You got to play him. All right. You, know, you got to just bite. You got to bite the bullet. We've been off on him like all year, not playing him. It's kind of hurt us. Um, and at some point, you just got to jump in. You know, yeah. hopefully the stock's not too high though. You're not you're not wrong, unfortunately. No, yeah. you're not. Um, below that, I'll just go to it because I know Jim's gonna get furious when I say his name, but another guy <laughs> you just can't ignore the time the, the, the carries and the volume that he's getting is I'm gonna be playing some Melvin Gordon. Uh I can't oh, you just can't ignore it anymore, man. But he's getting like 18 to 25 touches a game. And I know they played Detroit last week, but 
Cincinnati's run D is not special. Again, this is the way Denver is going to try to win this game, right? Like Javante's going to get about 30% of the touches. Melville Gordon's going to get about 70. Yeah. Like it's a, I don't know, they're about 50 50. It's about, it's just, yeah, I don't know where you get 37. Melvin Gordon had 24 touches to Javante's 15 last week. So, like, it's happening. Like, I don't love it. I pretty much outscored him. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the touches, right? Like, and against a team like, Volume is everything, right? I get it. Javante is a much better player. I I wish he was just a bell cow, but you can't ignore the fact that Melvin is getting significant carries in that offense. I, I just – I that's fine. If Melvin Gordon is going to beat me, then he can go ahead and beat me. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll just – he's injury prone. He's one of those guys that he's always seems to be on the injury report. He always seems you. to tweak something. He always seems to pull something. For $5,900, there's no chance I'm playing Melvin Gordon. I'm playing Javante Williams at 6100 for the upside. He still has – he's the young rookie. They're playing They're playing Cincinnati. They don't have a good uh, run defense like we saw last week. And he's the guy that can explode. And I, I don't – you know, I don't need him to get that much. And we're playing GPPs and we're playing tournaments, yeah. right? So if and I'm gonna take a if I'm gonna take a stab up here, it's gonna be Javante, and I'm gonna have zero percent Melvin Gordon just because I I just don't like the, the player. And the cherry on top of that is when a team is competing to go to the playoffs here towards the end, they rely on their rookies because they're more fresh. They have healthier legs. It's Javante, not as this season is continuing to end here, is getting more and more you know carries in more important moments, more red zone type carries, and as the season winds down here. I think he's going to become more of the bell cow compared to Melvin Gordon. I would agree with you if Vic Fangio wasn't the coach. I think Vic Fangio still coaches like it's 1988, and he is going to ride the veterans it's in, in fair situations. Point. It's a fair so, point. again, I think both guys are good plays. Like I just think Melvin's going to be like always 0% owned, and if he's going to get 25 touches on Sunday, like, okay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so what about below that, guys? So if you guys want to talk about a weird one, the guy that's getting a ton of volume that like you just can't ignore. I mean, you you guys might fall out of your fucking chair when I say this one, but if you go back and look at the numbers over the last few weeks, it's Devontae Freeman. I, was, I oh, knew you were going to say that. It, it's it's disgusting. It's gross. gross. It's it's absolutely terrible. But like the, the fact guy should that, be in the the old your NFL Europe League. Right. I mean, look, he he should be in the wheelchair league. There's no doubt about that, right? But we can't ignore the volume and especially when the games with Baltimore turn into a passing situation, he's the guy. If they're they're playing green Bay this week, right? We think green Bay is going to kick their ass. He's a guy I really, really like, especially even if Lamar plays, it doesn't really matter. He's the guy getting the dump offs. He's the guy getting that volume. And at 5,500, if I'm going to get that at like three to 5% ownership, I'm more than happy to take a shot yeah. there. Uh, look, I love James Robinson. We talked about it earlier, but he's going to be in the mid fifteen yeah. to thirty to fifteen to eighteen percent own kind of range, right? And it makes sense this week. But if you know we're looking down here, I think Devontae is going to be my guy. So, I think I, I will only play him if Lamar's playing because yeah. I think that that makes Green Bay well, play it honest versus like Well look, okay. Lamar's dealing with an ankle injury. He hasn't been the same runner as he's yeah. been in the past. They want him to stay back in the pocket and make throws. Now he's coming in with an ankle injury. So if Lamar plays, he's going to run the ball even less than he That's normally fine. does, which makes Devontae Freeman more yeah. acceptable. 
yeah, yeah. Right? So I, just I, I, I like it if Lamar plays. I just don't want, um, you know, Green Bay's defense to be like, okay, well, we're not going to really sit there and worry about, you know, Tyler Huntley here. Like, let, let's let them beat us through the air and get into a, sho- a shove, you know, a, a mm-hmm. high-flying match here versus, like, We'll just shut down the run and make you throw it with Tyler Huntley forty-five times. Like, but that's yeah. not, but that's not really why I'm playing Devontae Freeman. I'm playing. No, him. no I get it. What I'm saying, I'm is playing him to get. Offs. Yeah, I'm playing him to get you know twelve to fourteen carries for fifty yards and six to hopefully eight catches for another fifty yards, and he falls into the end zone. I mean, the last four weeks he's gone receiving wise six catches, one catch, and then five and five. Yeah, right? I hear you. So, I mean, on, on a site like DraftKings, like, we just can't ignore that receiving volume. And at 5,500, I mean, yeah. that's better than some of the shitbag receivers we're going to play at, mm-hmm. you know, in the mid to low fives this week. So, so that is true. Well, I got a guy, guy below that, that, too. The other guy I'd rather pivot off of in that same range is Miles Gaskin. It's clear off the COVID list. He's fully playing. He gets the touches. We think Miami, Vinny, you said earlier with Tua, we think Miami's just going to take it to them, take it to the Jets, which I agree. Miles Gaskin is the one that gets the ball. Now, yeah. he's not that impressive when it comes to like his rushing yards, right? But he is very sneaky in the red zone. He does get three to four catches a game that can turn into something. Miles Gaskin is their number one running back there in Miami. And I can see him having a huge week. They do like to throw him the ball too. Mm-hmm. So he's just one guy I can't get right. So he's not a bad play. I just can't play him anymore. Every time I play him, it's a six point game. Every time I fade him, it's. 17. Well, dude, whatever. This is the week. week. (laughs) Guy below that that I think outscores him. uh, 5,200 is Deontay Foreman uh, for Tennessee. Another guy that I don't know how he's still in the league, but he's the main running back for Tennessee. And (laughs) Pittsburgh's defense is terrible. Like they are so bad. Tannehill isn't going to be thrown to that tumbleweed Julio running down the field as I thought last week. Maybe he'd be fresh, but like they're going to try to run the ball. That's Tennessee's game. Yeah. I just don't don't have Foreman for, for an offense that has zero identity. I would rather pay $200 less and play Jeff Wilson. at five. I hear you, man, but Pittsburgh has the third worst rushing defense in the league. I, I right behind Houston, that, so, like, like you just can't so ignore here's, it. Like, here's the only problem: I can see terrible. Tennessee being so fucking dumb and just going, "We're going to drop back Tannehill 45 times and TJ Watt seven sacks by yeah, himself." They have they the absolute meathead, dude, Vinny. They have the big. They're like outside of Dan Campbell, they have the second biggest <laughs> meathead fucking coach in the whole league. He might yeah. just like go ultimate galaxy brain and be like, "All right." Guys, you know what they'll never be expecting? Fucking nah, 50 Tannehill dropbacks, man. We're going to do it this so. week. I, I, Dude, I, I really do. I don't and know. honestly, Vinny, McNichols is healthy too. He's going to steal stuff from Foreman. I'm, Dude, I'm completely out. The people I'm completely we're talking out. About. This is a mutter week this if I've no way. McNichols. Mud well, week. I mean, there's a guy below that who I'll be playing too, and that's Michael Carter. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, He's definitely. back. Uh, the Jets are terrible. I, I get it. But this dude was electric before he got hurt. Like, him and Javante in college were awesome one-two punches. Like, the dude's talented as hell. I think he's a smart bring back for all my, my Dolphin stacks here. 
Yeah, I mean, if he plays, I'm definitely going to have. I would much rather play a Michael Carter than Jeremy McNichols. Like, I just, I can't, oh, I, I can't, can't click, I, I can't click Jeremy McNichols. Like, no, no, no. no I'm just I saying just, the fact that Dante Foreman and Jeremy McNichols are the ones sharing carries in Tennessee that whole really game. Bad. That thing can just fuck off. I hear you. I'm out. Really All right, let's go on the receivers. This is disgusting. All right. Well, hold on. Yeah. I just want to comment that I hope James oh. Robinson like literally breaks every rushing record this weekend just to fucking stick it up Urban Meyer. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be that would cool. be really cool. I, I would make me a very happy person. Yeah, yeah, on the receivers. All right, with that. Oh, Joe, by the way, ahead. we by the way with uh, Detroit, um, almost every running back is missing. So there's not, gonna be some serious no, court we, punt Vinny, options down Vinny, there. But... Vinny and I tried that last week, and it mm. turned out like like a fucking hippo fucking a pig. Like it just I, did I, not I, work out very. I well. took that's dart throws on that's everyone. An interesting and nobody did anything. <laughs> Yeah, the, literally nobody did anything. I thought Jer- this guy, Jamar Jefferson, who had like actually gotten carries before, you know, oh, yeah, Jamar, he's the Jamar guy in Jefferson's line. going off this week. Oh, great. <laughs> well, That's Jefferson I'll, have, and then, I'll have 0% of him, and I hope he blows out his fucking and then ankle. And then I'm playing Ibuki, and we're, like, bitching that, like, why is both of our guys not playing? Or, like, they're at one point, like, their third quarter. Like, it was fuck, bad stuff. Fuck Don't that. do that, guys. Uh, All right, let's receivers. move on to receivers. Um, the obvious one is Debo Samuel. Um, yeah. Just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. He really should be a running back receiver hybrid at this point. Yeah, honestly. you should be able to play him in anything you want, really. Um, I agree. But, you know, with the Niners running back Eli Mitchell being out, Samuel gets a lot of the important carries. Like, they don't yeah. trust Jeff Wilson with the goal line carries or anything important. So, Debo's getting all the important plays, you know, short yardage situations. He's getting the ball, goal line. He's getting the ball. Debo is the focal point of that entire offense. Without him, Jimmy G can't even play in the NFL. So, Debo Samuel is an easy Jimmy pick T. at eighty-two hundred. You want to hear? You want to hear a really crazy stat with him? The last five games, yeah. only once has he even he's he touched the ball ten times. He's getting wow. sub ten touches a game and putting up this kind of these kind of numbers. Pretty crazy, dude. Just perfect situations, right? Shanahan yeah. just dials up the perfect situation and bang. He's just so dynamic. I wish they would give him 15, 20 carries a game. Oh well, yeah, He's I mean, all just guys, touches. So you know, gotta be careful. Yeah. Outside of Debo, I mean, I think the only other one off up here that I like that's not a part of a stack above seven thousand probably be Deontay because I personally am not going to play any Ben Roethlisberger, but I will play yeah. a lot of Deontay. Um, he's gonna he, he, I mean I'm actually a little surprised that he's priced up and he's right now he's he's hovering around the 18% own range that, that's a lot higher than I would have expected yeah but, but I, it's warranted I mean the dude's just he, he, he just, just delivers every week so like, much volume it's ridiculous well yeah. we bitch we bitch we didn't bitch but we called out like they just won't raise the price so I'll just keep playing them and then like they finally do we're like, they finally did it yeah <laughs> one guy um, from DraftKings listened to our podcast and was yeah. like these motherfuckers <laughs> um, <laughs> so a guy guy that they have skyrocketed in price um, is Brandon Ayuk and if Eli Mitchell is not going to play again. He's I, out. I, yeah, I know. Ayuk is a guy that you just have to get into your lineups at some point just because they're going to find creative ways to get him the ball. Um, well, not Jim, just that, dude. He Debo's not a receiver anymore. No. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you, could, receiver you, could, you could play them together in a lineup without Jimmy and not worry about them cannibalizing each other's production because they produce in to- two totally different ways, right? Yeah. Um, you've got Debo, like you said, Vinny, they're running him on fly sweeps. They're running him out of the backfield. 
they're they're basically treating him as a running back when Eli Mitchell isn't in, and then Ayuk is you know the one B to Kittle basically, mm-hmm. right? So like when Kittle starts to get covered, you know, here you go. Niners are playing at home. I mean, they're they're actively looking. Ayuk is now getting you know seven to nine targets consistently a game, and he should be. This is what it should have been happening all year. Yeah, but because he's so priced up. A lot of people are going to go, eh, no, like he had to get that touchdown in overtime last week. Like, I'm not going to play him. So you're going to get him at super low ownership. And he's a guy I'm definitely going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the guy that's obvious that me and Jimmy were on last week is Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah. When Davis Mills is in, you play Brandon Cooks. He had 100 over 100 yards last week. Um, did he get in the end zone? Did he get that touchdown? No. no so he, he didn't, didn't even get a, he didn't even get a touchdown. He's still at 21 points. Yeah, um, just rinse and repeat. I mean, he's still like 5,800. Davis Mills, again, is going to throw the ball 40-plus times. Um, if you're not going to stack Davis Mills with him, just play Cooks in your one-off. Like I do almost every week. I just throw, I just scatter Cooks throughout all my lineups because his price is so fair. Again, uh, there's a, there's one guy that like they just absolutely refuse to raise him anywhere in the mid-sixes where he should be priced over Ayuk, definitely. I mean, but then you've got Ayuk, you know, almost a thousand dollars more it's just like what i mean it doesn't make it a lot of dude, sense so i mean yeah. even chase claypool is more than brandon cooks and it's like dude claypool is not even part of the offense anymore well yeah he's kind of forced himself into that dog yeah right. last week but yeah yeah this is a weird week. juju were hanging out too much my almost my entire receiver pool is going to be part of stacks this week and i'm going to be picking off like you know if it's not part of my main stack i'm still gonna be playing a piece of my other stack in those lineups and that's what sure. i was saying about my player pool being kind of condensed like i love the cardinals guys with both kirk and aj green this week i know everyone still got a hard on for rondale Moore, but he's had one good game this year yeah maybe two again again the james connor takes every fucking touchdown yeah, that's so it's that's, hard to play any receiver for the Cardinals. I mean, I mean yeah. you, you keep telling yourself that look, it has to regress back to the mean at some point, right? But there's because no outliers. what Connor's doing just just it it defies the law of averages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just keep thinking that it's gonna happen and it just doesn't. It's but this, this is a debo thing. This is his I mean, new mean. This is yeah. the new mean. You just have to accept that this is the new mean for James yeah. Connor, and that's it. He's it, having an outlier year. So I, I mean I think that I think I think that even with Hopkins in the game last week, you're starting to see AJ Green get quite a bit of attention there. Yeah, um, he is. He he's at a point. I mean, he can't find the ball, but he's very much like getting targets. Well, okay, well, <laughs> Jesus. But it, at forty nine hundred against Detroit, I, I mean, they're going to throw the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he's a guy, I mean I like on the for a one-off on the other side. I think Almond Ross St. Brown is is a is a pretty decent play. Fifty-two hundred is priced a little bit up this week, um, but if I can get like fifteen to sixteen out of him this week, uh, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with that. And they're mm-hmm. obviously going to have to throw the ball a lot. Um, Swift is confirmed out again, so you know it's basically the wide receiver show there. Uh, Williams is also not playing. So yeah, uh, he's a guy that, you know, a lot of people, it's just going to be like, Oh God, like, yeah, I don't really want to play him, but I, I mean, I've got a lot yeah. of interest there. So one of, my favorite, one of my favorites, one of my favorites is a uh, MVS Marcus Valdez Gantley mm-hmm. with Baltimore having zero secondary and, you know, winning the award for the most injured team in the league this year. <laughs> if there's a guy that's going deep, it's Valdez Gantley. 
And if they want to double Devontae Adams, Scantling's going to get maybe two grabs, two touchdowns for 98 yards, and we're all going to walk away and be very happy about it. But Alan Lazard is not their downfield threat. Devontae Adams is every now and again, but Devontae is so diverse, he does everything. Yeah. But Valdez Scantling does one thing, and it's go deep. It's clear those safeties out, and the one time those safeties bite down on Devontae, Aaron Rodgers is going to hit him deep, and we're going to love it. So Valdez Scantling is a favorite of mine this week. I think he gets two tutties. I think if we're going to hang into this 4K range, uh, freely or newly free liberated uh, Marvin Jones, it's he's back, Ooh. dude. Him, God. Him, God. And, him and Urban no longer sparring in the locker room or whatever was going on there before games. Dude, it's, but, it's Christmas, home alone, Marv. It's Marv season, dude. Oh, my he's, God. Marv is back. It's God. fucking Marv season. I mean, he's 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 good, too. So that's a guy yeah. that, you know, I, I – I, I don't think that I would mind playing Marvin Jones. He He's legit. You know, he showed a lot of leadership um, through that urban debacle too. And yeah. I think that Daryl Bevel understands that. And I think that the, he's a guy that they may try and get going a little bit as, as kind of a, a reward this week. Well, um, not just that, Jim, but like, let's think about it. Like urban gets fired. Bevel's got a chance to kind of like, what if he can like make Lawrence look sick these last four or five weeks? Do, we, do, do we they to, have to consider him as the head coach there? You know, do this, like, do we need to play a Trevor Lawrence stack? That's what I'm telling that's you what guys. We were talking dude. about earlier this week, man. Yeah. The, the, the clouds have been lifted. The dude, God can Trevor rise. Lawrence, Trevor. Trevor Lawrence called out Urban last week for not playing James Robinson. That guy's starting to become a man real quick. <laughs> I, I just think like if you're Darren Bevel, you got nothing to lose but this like let it fly. Right, and just have some fun. Let Trevor just cut it loose. Like I'm playing Marvin Jones. Yeah, all right. I'll play. I'll play Southern Jesus. Trevor Lawrence. Let's go. Holy smokes! Devontae, Let's go. Devontae Parker is looking at about thirty to thirty-three percent owned right now. That's not ideal. Um, that's okay. That's as low well, as I'm going. Miles Gaston's about to steal his touchdowns, anyways. The other, the other two guys, or the other guy that I have down there, Jim already mentioned him. It's Gabe Davis, you know, and I know he's going to see ownership, yeah. but um, I think I can get low at running back this week, and I'm not going to need to go dumpster diving at receiver. Yeah, I'm go I don't a see. Different this week, I don't so. see a lot mm-hmm. of people down here. Um, I, I don't know, Joey. Do you have anybody? I think, I think Gabe's probably going to be no. about my lowest. No one that I'm going to be like heavily playing, but I might like sprinkle in a guy like a Zacchaeus, right? Because there's no one else to fucking you can throw the ball to. I just think people might I go to Pitts. Think you need to go there. No, you don't need to. But what I'm saying is like with the Falcons, you got Pitts at tight end. Um, you got Warner going to be covering him, one of the best covered linebackers in the league. The receive Russell Gage in the slot again. Linebackers will be covering them. The one person that's going to be on the outside against a shit secondary <laughs> is Zacchaeus. Um, so I can yeah. just see him getting six, seven targets, getting sprinkling of five catches and getting us 50 yards and we call it a day. So he's just the only person that's really down low that I feel confident he can get us our three X. All right. Uh, I'm, that, else, no. so I'm, I'm yeah. good to move on. Makes me, sick. Makes me kind of sick though. Yeah, that's all right. Tied in. <laughs> Who you guys yeah, got? Yes, Who yes, you like? Yes. Uh, well, I'm just going to keep playing Kittle. I mean, it's worked every week for me. Um, I don't, they can keep pricing him up until he's hurt and not on the field. Um, especially against an absolutely terrible team like the Falcons. Uh, I really don't care that he's 7,500. I know that there's probably other value out there, but we've just been talking about value the whole damn time. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just take Kittle. He's the only tight end on the slate this week that has 30 point upside. 
Um, and if you get that out of him, I don't care if he's nine to ten percent owned. Give it to me all day. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. My my this week, I think all my guys are in stacks. We got Knox, Jasicki, Fryermuth. Those are my three main guys, and they're all going to be a part of stacks. Um, out of one-offs, I'm going to let you guys speak more on that. Um, I might have a li- I might have one or two lineups with a Tommy Trimble. Down there at 2600, he's starting to take over oh, you're, all the snaps. Back on your guy, he's starting back, to take over all the snap the share there. Yeah, he's starting to take over all the snap share there. I just hate hate the fucking quarterbacks on the on the Panthers. But um, Tommy Trimble, Arnold to come back. I just think I'm too early on Tommy Trimble in general. But there's going to be one week where it opens people's eyes, um, and this could be that week. I think he's going to be a good player in general. I think yeah. he's one to kind of like you know if if you are listening and or watching and you play in a dynasty league. Um, I think he's a guy that, you know, he, you could pick up um, that I think is he's going to be pretty good down the line. But, you know, it, unless it's Sam Darnold in there who likes to throw to his tight ends, um, you're going to be it's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's going to be tough. Cam Newton, if he's playing, he's going to try to fucking take the ball himself every time because he's a selfish idiot and he can't play football anyways. But Tommy okay. Trimble, who knows? He might he might have one of those weeks. Um Whatever, call my shot on him. All right, <laughs> Vinny. Um, Vinny, who you got? All right, tight end. Um, obviously, you mentioned Kittle. I like Ertz at fifty four hundred. I think he's another option in that yeah. Kyler stack. Uh, that that's where I was going. So I like him if I'm going near up top. Uh, Fryer move. Uh, obviously, at forty five hundred is a really good play. Joe's guy, who he talked about, and then. I've got a dumpster play that I just I've drawn to. And I know it's gonna just it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be a tough one on Saturday or on Sunday. But Brock Wright fill in the void of TJ Hawkinson for Detroit. Who the, who the fuck in. is that? <laughs> what the fuck is a Brock Wright? That's what I'm talking about, dude. Five targets last. That week. sounds like a name you'd see in some dumbass action movie, like he Sharknado. Had, is he, he even had, listed on the? Oh, there he is. Oh, he is 2800, uh, baby. He has uh, back-to-back weeks: three targets, five targets. Hawkinson's out. Uh, I think he can do worse. 2800, give him to me. Good point. Let's go. Good point. Good point. Brock Wright. I, I have no I have, words for that. I gotta look at where he went to school. Hold on. I, I, I think I think that's the lead character in Sharknado. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! The, so the only other guy that you guys didn't really talk about, but we talked about the quarterback a little bit. Is I, I mean, I I really like Dalton Schultz. Um, you know, I, I think he's got decent upside to get you twenty, um, and I think he's got a pretty high floor. Uh, and there's not going to be a ton of ownership on him just because he is sandwiched between Fryermuth and Gusecki. Um, Those are a couple of guys that, you know, uh, either Knox or, or Schultz. I do like Ertz, um, especially since uh, Nuke is out this week. Um, but, you know, Schultz is a guy that I'm going to get to. Dak certainly has the eyes for him. Um, so he's a guy that, uh, that I'm going to be looking for. Okay. Yep. Okay, okay. I like it. We're going defense, and we're going rock bottom first. Starting from the bottom. All right. Is anyone here excited about a low defense? Yep. Do it. Yeah. I'm playing the cheapest defense on the slate. I will have a little bit of Carolina Panthers. Sure. I I, I know I know Buffalo let it fly last week in the second half of that that Bucks game. Something to me still just doesn't quite feel right with that team. Um. Take Sanders out. Maybe that helps them. I don't know. But uh, they have no running game. 
Josh Allen's got to do it all himself. And he's he's absolutely incredible. But it's a one man show there. I mean, they didn't run, they didn't give a running back a carry till the third quarter last year. Yeah, they, they didn't. No, no so, team has done that since 1991. So my thought is like, maybe like they're going to, they took so much shit. <laughs> my God. Like, maybe they try to like overcorrect, right? And then they go to like more, they try to run the ball in the first quarter. And it's just like a weird thing right now in Buffalo. Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't think Carolina is that bad. I think uh, what's his name Tepper, the owner, is just cracking skulls in that in that fucking building right now. They're coming off a bye. I don't know. Let's take a shot. No, I like it. And the Panthers defense again. We've been talking. No, about they're the not going to buy them. But the Panthers defense, we've been talking about them all season. I've played them at least in fifty percent of the of the weeks this season. Yeah. They have a great defense. They turn the ball over. I mean, they get turnovers quite a bit. Yeah. Again, you're right, Vinny. Buffalo is just kind of weird right now you don't know what team you're really going to get week to week they they're have like all the talent but the chemistry yeah. is not quite there they're not really just putting the pieces together they're trying to fit square pegs in around holes it seems like so, and that's not to say like you shouldn't play buffalo on offense i'm just saying no. like i think there's a, also a path where it's just a weird game you know i don't yeah know. well the thing is you can have your stacks with buffalo and then other lineups going with panthers defense and going the complete opposite contrarian of that and yeah. saving yourself um a, a full losing day you know yeah for sure so yeah it's very smart yeah very I, I mean, for me i think it's going to be there's two there's two that i'm most interested in it's jacksonville and buffalo um jacksonville. i mean sure. yeah we talked about it earlier i, I i'm fine it. playing jacksonville in a davis mills stack um uh i don't like to pay up for defenses but I, I mean i think it's if you're gonna pay up this week i think the cowboys are the ones to pay up for um they're mm. they're micah parsons just really has them energized he is a one-man wrecking crew right now he's gonna be an all pro in his rookie year he's crazy I'm, i mean he he is the defensive rookie of the year over his teammate trayvon diggs um, Diggs has got the interception numbers, but again, he gets beat a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Michael Parsons, he might be, just he might be the first person to win defensive rookie of the year and defensive MVP. First person since um, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. So, like, like that I, is that is, guys that that was forty years ago. Just even me talking about that is just an insane, insane stat and thing to be talking about. It's Can't pretty wild. Can't it's pretty wild. So, I think if I'm going to pay up this week, I'm definitely going to dabble in the Cowboys. Um, you, you just can't ignore it. And again, you're going against the giants who just have zero identity, um, <laughs> as an offense, uh, you know, they have some good weapons at receiver, but none of them can be healthy all at the same time. And the neck um, is thrown to them. The, the fake. And then, neck. and then, yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> neck, 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 neck number two, neck on his way out is thrown to him. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to have some Cowboys this week. I normally don't like to pay up. But, you know, the Cowboys are only coming in at 3 to 4% ownership. Um, I'll take a stab in a few lineups since there is just so much value on the slate. Um, 3,600 isn't, like, over 4,000. Um, you know, it, I would rather play them than playing the Cardinals at 4,000. Well, I'm going to tell you, because I know you guys aren't going to talk about it because it goes against your team, but it's the Falcons. Oh, going no, against, please. Going against Jimmy, the weirdest... Jimmy Garoppolo is good mm-hmm. for at least one – up to three interceptions a game. Yes. So. And the, yes. And the fact is, like you guys talked about, the Falcons aren't a bad team necessarily. They they got weird against the Buccaneers about two weeks ago. 
on defense. They had a pick six against Tom Brady. I mean, again, they're not good, but Arthur Smith is doing a good job over there with a not very good team, and you have yeah. to respect that and you have to see that. The Niners are one of the most fraudulent playoff contending teams in the NFL right now. They they're so injured. They don't know what they're really doing. Jimmy G is you don't know what you're going to get from him week to week. Um, in San Francisco, I think the public is going to be heavy on the Niners just to kick the shit out of them and watch the Falcons just keep turning the ball over and just stuffing Jimmy G and the Niners not get anything done this week. It, I can absolutely would, see that happening. It would not shock me for this game to be very close in the fourth. So the Niners are just weird. They're too well, and weird. Here's the other and I point love to playing that. defense against weird teams. Well, and here's the other point to that, Joe. The, the Niners special teams is maybe the worst unit in the entire league. Yeah. Um, they consistently give up punt returns. They consistently give up kicker long kick returns, and they're, they're a liability to give up a punt or a kick return for a touchdown, right? And that goes to the defense, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's not the worst call in the world. I wish they were a little bit cheaper. Um, they're twenty seven hundred, which I seeing I it seeing it below three k always makes me happy though. Once that it, three that three k mark is always kind of the the tilt for me. So if it's under three it, k, I'm gonna ride. It's worth a stab in a GPP, but it is one of those defenses this week that could either get you like 10 or 11 points or it could get you like minus three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah. it's, I mean, we're talking about GPPs here. So, I mean, yeah, J- Jimmy Gotta G could throw a pick, pick six first pass yeah. of the game and then you're just, you're just in business, right? Yep. Yeah, two defenses definitely don't ignore. Uh, Dolphins at 3,700. Zach Wilson has six touchdowns and 11 picks on the year. Um, They are really bad. Um, That's fine. I mean, they're really bad. Like, the Jets suck. So, (laughs) I'd rather play the Dolphins in Arizona. Um, Yeah, I'm not playing Arizona. What? I'm not playing Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And then if I'm dropping down in the middle, one team I do really like – I, I like the Packers defense. I yes, mean, you said it. Yes, like, yes, yes. if Lamar doesn't play, that's great. If he does play, he's not what Lamar is Fuck good at, which Lamar, is dude. running and gunning and like ball anyways. But if he's just gonna have to drop back and play and throw, like I'll play Green Bay all day. So mm-hmm. they've been really good. I, I like Green Bay at thirty three hundred too. Yeah, well, no, I really like go. that. All right, guys. All right, let's get weird. All right, let's do it. What are your guys's hot takes of the week? Ooh, I love who's it. leading off. Who's 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 feeling really confident right now? All right, I'll go for it. Oh I think God, nobody's confident right now. <laughs> I think CD Lamb uh, is the leading point scorer this week in DFS. I don't know where. Didn't talk about him it. at all. CD sure Lamb. Sure, I did. I no, talked about Dallas. Scored. What are you talking about? I said Dak week. <laughs> You're right. You didn't mention anybody. Specifically, but besides that, all you so said, go back, go back and look at the film. I talk about, about there's about no Z one on the, there, how everyone's there's gonna no ride one on the Giants. Can cut. No, I said there's no one on the Giants can cover Lamb. Go back and watch. <laughs> you might have said that, but I didn't hear it. And we're live, motherfuckers. We can't rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CD Lamb week, baby. Uh, He's going off. Okay, okay. okay. I Joe? Jimmy, me. All right. Why well, well, I that shit? I'll go, go for it, Jim. Go for it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Homer Niner. I'll say Ayuk goes for twenty-five plus DraftKings points. How many times have you done Ayuk as your uh, hot take? Not Jeez. once. Is this number three? No, nope, not once. Or Vinny? Vinny had him twice then. Vinny no. had him once. No, that's Jim. No, I haven't done him mm. once yet. All right, our listeners need to tell us. It was who Gabe the Davis. La- it, was Gabe, <laughs> it was Gabe Davis last week. 
I can tell you that right now. All right. All right. All right. Joe? Valdez Scantling, two touchdowns. Whoa. That's a good one. Interesting. All right. Cool. MVS coming at what's he price at, Joe? He's around, oh, God. 4,900. 4,900. Beautiful. Bargain, Ben. So he's going. So Valdez Scantling is going seven X this week. All right, yep. I like it. I'm pretty much oh, yeah. just gonna. I'm just gonna cram Devontae Adams into every lineup. I think this week and just let it ride. <laughs> Might not be the worst idea in the world. Nope. And that does it. All, all, all right, right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. If you guys were uh, listening live on Twitter for our first live show here, uh, make sure to follow us on RedZoneDFS.com. Follow us on Twitter, JJ McIntosh, DFS Joey Levine, Danny Levine nope. 29. Remember, our website has articles, college football, all the bowl games are up here. So make sure as these uh, bowl games ramp up, you're checking out our articles and uh, to hit on your DFS slates. And if you're going to be at Columbia uh, anytime in the next two weeks, make sure you hit up Joe. He's uh, going to be down there. He's going to be uh, roaming in the streets of Cartagena. I'll be broadcasting live from Cartagena next Friday. (laughs) See you then. Merry Christmas from Cartagena. (laughs) Feliz Navidad, bitches. (laughs) All right. Later.